Greetings, friends, and welcome to this week's audio musing. My name is Darian Duckworth, and I am so glad you are here. For nearly a decade now, I have found great joy in writing mostly weekly blog posts on all the good things that God is revealing in our world today. This weekly podcast is simply a reading of that post, an audio version of the written musing. I currently serve as a United Methodist pastor in Mississippi and hold a doctorate in end-of-life care. My ministerial passion is companioning individuals and congregations in grief, death, and dying. The views expressed are mine alone, and not those of my employer or denomination. My hope is that this somewhat weekly reflection will give you permission to pause and reflect on, on God's goodness for a few moments, to hear His voice, and perhaps see Him at work in a new way. Let's jump right into this week's post. February 2nd may be the nation's official Groundhog Day, but for my car, that date was January 2nd. While I did not crank the car on New Year's Day, I did notice something odd the next day. The time was off by about an hour, and the date said January 1st, not 2nd. Add to the strangeness that the song Losing My Religion by R.E.M. was playing on my way to lead worship. I wondered if God were telling me something about the year 2022 that was to come. Later that day, when I cranked the car again, the screen said that the date was Sunday, January 1st, 2002, and the time was 3 o'clock. It didn't say whether it was p.m. or a.m. Ever since then, when I cranked the car, this is the date and time that appear on the screen. As Bill Murray's character in the film Groundhog Day wakes up every morning on February 2nd at 6 o'clock to I've Got You Babe playing on the radio, so my car wakes up multiple times a day on Sunday, January 1st, 2002, at 3 o'clock. Oh yes, it does get weirder. If you look back on a calendar for the year 2002, you'll see that January 1st did not even fall on a Sunday. It was a Tuesday. And did I mention that my car did not even exist yet in the year 2002? Now, I don't know what caused my car's clock to embark on its own version of Groundhog Day, but I do know that coming face-to-face every day with a new year stuck in the same time for the past month has been an opportunity for reflection. I'd like to share what the wrong time and date has taught me over the past month. Number one, joy. Not knowing if I'm running late or how late I'm running has made for more pleasant drives. Of course, I can look at my watch, but without the numbers of a clock right in front of me, I tend to get lost in the joy of the drive more than focusing on the destination. I've oddly been late far less often this past month because I have to pay better attention to when I leave, knowing I can't depend on a clock in the car. Number two, hope. As I wait for the car to warm up, before the day and the time appear on the screen, I always have the tiniest bit of hope that this will be the moment it changes back to normal. Has anyone else woken up in the past couple of years and thought maybe this will be the day that life goes back to quote-unquote normal? Underlying that desire for whatever normal means for us is hope. Hope in something we can't see or explain, something that we can't fix ourselves. No wonder the scriptures tell us that Jesus is the anchor of our hope. Number three, gratitude. I've developed a habit of giving thanks now that everything else in the vehicle is working properly. Because if something has to malfunction in a car, we would choose the clock, right? It's so easy to take for granted all the tiny working parts of a car until one does not work, and we find ourselves stranded or stuck. However, 
I do think it would have been funny, for a day or two maybe, if the radio had also believed that it was January 1st, 2002, and all the big hits of that year started playing. Number four, brokenness. There is an old optimistic saying that even a broken clock is right twice a day. This is true for my car's clock only if I crank it right at 3 o'clock, though. But in the past 30 days, this particular broken clock has not been right once or twice a day. Sometimes things are simply broken, and it's okay to acknowledge that. It's okay not to see the silver lining right away, and it's okay to acknowledge when you don't experience that silver lining in life circumstances right away. Brokenness is what Jesus was born into and where he calls us to meet each other. Number five, restart. Somebody somewhere has the solution to this quote-unquote problem in my car, and it likely involves pushing a reset button. That someone and somewhere is not me, so I have to reach out for help to reset and to restart. Jesus is the one who gives us a fresh start that we can't give ourselves. We have to reach out to tell him what we need, to ask for forgiveness, and to receive the help that he offers. We're all broken clocks who don't know what day or year it is sometimes, and he is the one who realigns us with this day that he has made. So let us rejoice and be glad in it. Thank you so much for listening to God with me today. To read this and other musings, learn about Christian yoga, find resources on grief and hope, and much more, visit my website, DarianDuckworth.com. A link is in the show notes, along with the song selection to accompany the musing. There are actually two videos for you to view on the post this week. One of them is I've Got You Babe from Groundhog Day, and it has um, scenes from the movie interspersed uh, throughout the playing of the song. So I hope that you enjoy that. And also included the video for Losing My Religion by R.E.M. because it was what was playing when the clock was broken. It's one of my all-time favorite rock songs, and I hope you enjoy it as much as I do. Speaking of music, a special thanks to Julius H. at Pixabay for the lovely music we are able to use on this podcast. You can listen to Julius's original compositions at the link in the show notes. I look forward to visiting with you again next week, and until then, all good things to each of you.